you know, the donations come from the work that they put in, you know, to, to contact different churches and organizations and stuff like that. So I really don't think it's our place to to comment about that. But I guess the comment that I would like to make is, you know, they employ a lot of tribal members over there, you know, and if they didn't charge that, you know, one dollar to get into the warm welcome over there, you know, they probably wouldn't be able to do that. They probably wouldn't be able to employ these tribal people. They probably wouldn't be doing all the home repairs that they're doing, you know. So when you balance all that out, you know, I definitely think that we're getting our value for our dollar, if you will, you know. So, you know, I myself don't have any problem with that, you know, but many times I have been over there when, you know, both in the, the food store and over at the clothing store, you know, when people come in and, like Sonny said, you know, when a lot of people come in there, you know, they might not be in the in the best condition, you know. I've seen people in there that have gotten abusive, people that come in there inebriated or otherwise uh, in a different state of mind, you know. And I've never seen these women, these two especially, I've never seen these women disrespect or turn anybody away, you know. I understand that, you know, might have happened on one or two occasions, but when, you know, it got to the point of um, somebody being in danger, you know, but I've never seen these two women back here refuse anybody that needed help, you know, whether they had their dollar or not, you know. I've taken people over there, I don't know, I guess a couple of things come to mind. I had this family come back from Rapid City, they just gotten evicted, came back, they were living in a car. You know, I took them over there, and Sonny helped that whole family out with clothes, you know, and blankets so they could, you know, sleep in their car, you know. So that was just, you know, one instance. I guess the most recent one, you know, is I was over there looking for some jackets that uh, for some of the gentlemen that hang out out in front over here. You know, I was over there looking for some jackets for them, you know, and Sonny found me some really nice jackets for those gentlemen, you know, and they were all really happy to to get them you know I was talking to Scott you know I don't know maybe about a month ago you know and I guess I suggested that you know they be invited to the next social service committee meeting so again they could meet you know some of the other programs that you know provide services to our people you know and back in 2005 I believe it was when Wayne was the the vice vice chairman, you know, I had the opportunity and the responsibility to work up here at community services for a time, you know. And that was kind of a really eye-opening experience for me, you know. And even at that time, I guess I saw, you know, the potential of, of that place, you know, which I think could be, could be expanded, you know. I mean, ideally, you know, community services up here, which is one of our programs, could or should be providing some of these services that the Tree of Life is providing in the same manner. But, you know, fundraising, you know, is something I have a little background in that I know a little bit about, you know, and that takes some effort too, you know, making contacts, seeking out funding sources, whatever, you know, there's a lot. I know that that's probably a big part of your job, you know, that, that takes a lot of time and effort too, but I, with that time and effort, you know, I really feel that, you know, our own community services could expand, you know, what they're doing. You know, this small home repair is a, 
a big issue, you know, it's always been, you know, up at housing, down here, you know, just small things that people need done, you know, handrails, a window, a door, you know. Mm -hmm. At one time, I know that housing gave Willie's office, when Willie was the vice chairman, I believe, gave Willie money to help out with, with those kinds of uh, issues, you know, and I think that Willie put that money to some good use, you know, to try to help as many people as he could, you know, during that time, because I was one of those people, like, I was one of those people, so, so I, I know that, you know, by working together, we can accomplish a lot more, but I guess I would also hope by maybe introducing Tree of Life to some of our own social service programs, you know, they would get some ideas and maybe some initiative about, you know, how they can expand their own programs and get out there and hustle for resources or whatever, you know, because it can be done, you know, anybody can do it, you know, and I think this place up on the hill certainly has the potential there too, you know, so I hope they don't take what I'm saying as a criticism, but, you know, I think that they could expand too, you know, with uh, with making some contacts and, you know, getting more resources up here. And I guess what I really, one of the things that really struck me about the Tree of Life is that, you know, they go out and deliver to our communities. They went through the whole yeah. thing of, you know, raising funds and buying a truck, you know. Mm -hmm. You have to come over here to community services and pick up your stuff. And if you don't pick up your stuff, then it goes to the next community who's, who's in line, you know, or that's how it was when I was up there. You know, they don't go out to the communities and deliver stuff, you know, but the Tree of Life has gone through the trouble to raise funds and buy a truck, you know, so they can get these foods and goods out to the people, you know, and I really thank you for that, you know. We always say here that, you know, the outlying communities, you know, they kind of get lift out of a lot of things, you know, and I think it, you've really made an effort to uh, reach out to those people, you know. And I would like to thank you, Sonny and Chuck, for, you know, all the work that you do, you know. And, you know, if I were up at community services, I would probably try to find the funding to hire you two women. Because <laughs> I, I think that, you know, a big part of what the Tree of Life does, the success of Tree of Life, has been due to your hard work, you know. And I've seen it, so I think I can say that, you know. And... Um, you know, I know, I don't know what you're getting paid, but, you know, I don't think it's enough for all the time and effort that you put in. So I thank you both. Thank you, Linda. I have Shizu, then Steve Denoyer. Um, thank you, Linda, and Shizara, and Sunny for coming. Um, I guess uh, some, uh, <clears throat> some of my thoughts are, um, I know that you said that you call the, the programs, um, but I would like to see um, the communities be the priority because programs receive money. You know, they have their money for, you know, for their programs. But there are communities, and I'm speaking for North Ideal, you know, they're so isolated out there and they never get hardly anything and they will, they'll never ask. But um, what I would like to see is, um, for the smaller, like the outlining communities, like Rita said, they get left out a lot. And um, sometimes I think they don't feel like they're part of the reservation because they're so far out in the, off, off of this area. 
But um, the other thing is, and with that, with the communities, I think it will provide um, more assistance to our tribal members than, you know, the, the programs. Not saying, you know, the programs do help, but, you know, I think that it will benefit the tribal members more for the communities. And then um, as far as trans transport or transporting, you guys will, can do that, like mm -hmm. to say to North Ideal? Mm -hmm. Okay. Because a lot of times they call us and um, nobody has a pickup or anything, so mm -hmm. we, we don't have any way to, you know, come get the pallets. <coughs> Excuse me. But um, I just want to uh, say that um, there's some stuff that you shared that I didn't know, and um, I want to share this with our community yes. at our community meeting in Ideal in winter. Um, so hopefully, you know, we could work more with you guys for the East Reservation. Okay, thank you guys. Thank you. Steve? Um, <clears throat> I guess when it did come up on council before, it was in reference to the auction that you guys had out at the mm -hmm. casino, um, is what I can recall. I don't remember anybody saying anything bad about anybody or services or right. anything. Right. It was about the auction. Right. And um, Rita just touched on it that she wished our office, our local office, would go out and solicit the way you guys do. Well, we get the same stuff. Pretty much get the same stuff from uh, Naha and, and then places as you guys do. The difference is <clears throat> you guys sell yours and we give ours away. And it goes out at such a fast rate that <clears throat> there are people that get left out. And there are communities that get left out of these offices up here. Um, that was the concern that our local office had. And I know that they talked about it with Willie and Wayne. And I wish that they would speak on it a little bit more than than we are because <clears throat> we didn't really get the information just that they were trying to put the stop to the auction out there mm -hmm. i don't know if it's illegal or they were mm -hmm. saying it was illegal mm -hmm. or um if you're able to do that because it's all donated stuff mm -hmm. i guess i ain't familiar or updated on the on the laws or we haven't received okay. any report on that those were the issues that were brought to us here, mm -hmm. um, but it was talked about real minimal. Sure, it, I mean, sure, it get big donations that, though but, if you I mean, look on Wayne their website. And, and Willie, they had the, the dialogue with the other people <laughs> on top of the hill, and I don't um, like people they would using talk the on it a little bit, I guess. And, and I know yeah, they have concerns um, along with our our office here. Uh, maybe it would help iron things out, or maybe it would help enhance our office like Rita saying, but uh, those were the concerns that the people people had that were, and I know everybody's phones are going off because uh, yeah, of the yeah. stuff that, yeah. that's being said here. Yeah, sure, so, sure. <clears throat> I'd, I'd love to address that. Really? Yep. First of all, with the auction, we had a warehouse that had been literally filled with donations. We primarily, primarily get from United Methodist donors, primarily. We have men and women throughout the nine years that have passed on, and they will give all of their tools, all, I mean, we had nine years of a construction warehouse 
full of tools, full of anything and everything you could imagine. We had 42 ladders. We had 200 hammers. We had maybe 300 screwdrivers. It was all in excess. It was a surplus of donated items, all used, all used. Some of it new. I mean, you know, uh, some of these folks, when they have their tools, they look brand new. They take care of their tools. I mean, so when we had our auction, we literally cleaned house because I need a larger soup kitchen. I need to have uh, Sunny in that warehouse so that we can lower our overhead, so that we can manage with a smaller workforce to be better stewards of the dollars that we're, we're managing. We're managing. Uh, and as far as the Naha, and it would also be, or, or any of these, any of these, any of these nonprofits. They have different waivers of selling. That is true. And we first and foremost deliver to communities. We give out, we give out, we give out. In fact, Sunny just had one of our tribal programs that asked to have a voucher for $500. They wanted a voucher something from us. And we absolutely refused that voucher. We gave it to them. Any opportunity we have to give, we give. And do we sell some items? Some items we don't even know that are from one of the nonprofits. And when it's all put into the warehouse, literally, you don't know what is what. Have we sold some? Absolutely. Do we intentionally try to undercut, undermine some of these nonprofits? Absolutely not. Because it would not only uh, hurt us, it hurts the community. It hurts all of us. It hurts all of us. So. No, 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 no. So that is, no, so that, that's, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate uh, that. I appreciate that. Thank you. I would like Wayne and, and Willie to answer some of them questions I just asked because the dialogue went through you guys, not us. dialogue went through my office. I got a call from our social services director one day about this auction. His big concerns were that he thought there's many items on that that were donated through Naha that were that, that, that should be possibly not, not be um, sold. So he was really upset about it. Uh, I didn't get uh, I didn't take any action but then uh, a little while later then uh, our marketing director from the casino came down. And he was very concerned that he had spent the last couple of weeks uh, trying to organize this auction. He was concerned that it was going to be canceled. So then I got on the phone with the chairman. The chairman and I got on the phone with the marketing director and uh, director of social services and got the thing all ironed out. But but the, but the big thing was that, that they were concerned that there were things donated to your office that possibly shouldn't have been sold, that possibly should have been given to the tribe to give away. That, that, was, that was the big thing. Yeah. I time it was a, I believe it was on a Friday and I was working. I received a call from the director of social services, um, Daryl Emery is his name. And I want to bring it to your guys' attention as council as well as an enrolled member. I don't feel in any 
situation that a director should ever conduct themselves on the phone in the manner that that guy spoke to me. I took his abuse for about maybe three minutes until I got tired of it, as any human would. And I'm a strong woman. I don't, you know, you treat others how you want to be treated. He was cussing. He used, you know, language I don't want to repeat here. And I asked him, I said, where do you get off thinking that it's okay for you to contact anybody and speak to them in this manner? I can tell you're upset, but that's not a way to conduct business, especially on behalf of the Rosewood Sioux tribe. It was kind of embarrassing, to be honest with you, to hear him. He was yelling at me. And I told him, you know, I'm not the director of the Tree of Life. I can give you Linda's number and you can go ahead and make these, you know, your, your concerns to where they need to be directed. And then he made the comment to me, which stuck, because I am an enrolled member. He said, well, my office, in a rude, ugly way, I'll just mock him. He said, well, my office gets all this, because I asked him. I said, how do you know that all these items going to this auction are donated from Naha? Because we do receive a lot of donations from anybody. Like, if Shakira wanted to get rid of eight hammers at her house, she's more than welcome to come and donate them. He said, well, I get a lot of that same stuff from Naha, air tanks, this and that. What does he do with that stuff? You know, if there's such a need in our community and we're all trying to focus on getting those needs taken care of, which we do on a daily basis, we're, we're providing meals, warm meals, clothing, um, anything that comes through that door. If we have it, we're going to try to assist you with it. So my concern too as for our council is, if they're receiving all these items up there and they're for the people, then why is it okay for him to sit on some of those items too? Whether it's an air compressor or a nail gun or whatever, they might be expensive items. They're not given to Daryl or Daryl's program to do, you know, those are for the people as well. So I would really like that to be brought to your guys' attention and maybe you guys can have some conversation with him on as far as servicing too because if, if he's, he's, social services is our main stop on the, on the reservation to get distributed the stuff and then it's from that program that dishes it out to the communities or whatnot. So why not have a policy there? Why not, you know, allocate so much? We should know the numbers in our community. It's not that hard to do. And we should know how many elders are in our community, how many children are in our community. And if we're going to be servicing, we should have those readily available so when we do get things, we can service fairly. Because there has been times I've driven on that highway, heading back to Mission, and I've seen a truck come in, and I've seen elders getting shoved around up there. And that's a concern of mine as an enrolled member, not as part, as part of Tree of Life, because I don't appreciate seeing a grandma with a little bitty sack going up there and trying to grab four bottles of pop and then here comes this woman just shoving her out of the way and taking the whole pallet. Cause that ain't a good way to service our people either. And that's an issue that, you know, I would like somebody to kind of look into and address cause there's gotta be a more dignified way to service our people and be, you know, help everybody. That's what we, her and I do in our departments there. We, we don't care if you work and what you make. If you're coming there for help, we're going to help you. And anyone that walks through that, that door over there, they get a free meal. Don't matter what, you, you can come in and eat. And you know what? Take that service away from our <coughs> reservation. 
what would happen? Where would these people go? What, what would our homeless do? Come to you guys? So just keep that in mind, please, because like I said, it's not just a job for me to get a check. You know, I guess those are just questions people have. They're all watching. And, um, I'm, I'm just asking. Nobody nobody asked those questions, so I'm, I'm asking. Uh, you know, those are questions people have in the public. And they have concerns just like, just like everybody else, and they have a right to ask. And when they ask me and I don't have an answer, I'm going to ask you because you're standing here in front of me uh, giving a report. So um, I guess all of the different funding sources are the, the people that donate to you. Um, you know, I don't know if it's illegal or not. Um, maybe you can, maybe some sources are, maybe some sources aren't. I, I have no idea how your program really works. Um, for that matter, even ours. I don't know what all donates into our tribe. Maybe the, the chairman knows or some of these other council people know, but I guess those are questions that I can find out for myself too. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <coughs> Smokey. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Chairman. I just want to say thank you. And um, you guys keep your heads up high. You know, I think you're doing an outstanding job. I know how it is to you're going to get criticism, whatever you do. And uh, nobody tells you the good things you're doing, only the bad things. So I just want to say thank you. Lila? Hey, um, same thing. You know, this isn't negative at all. These are questions that are brought up to us as we're sitting here, people watching. It's, you know, it's good to have that transparency. So it's nothing negative at you girls, at you. It's, this is what we need to have. Um, and for me, to pull you guys in and have, you can help us. I know you can. I know that there's ways we can reach out to more people. We can create a better system for our tribe and um, reach out to others who can't make it to mission. But um, there's an organization that meets on Saturdays, and it's the chairman's... Um, the um, Community Chairman's Association, they meet on Saturdays, and I think, you know, that would be a good outlet for you to get in touch because all of the community chairmen go there. And um, maybe you can, you know, start that dialogue with them as well so you can do your outreach in a better way. Um, also, Social Services um, Committee. Um, I'm chair of that committee right now, and um, that'd be something for you to maybe come and we can discuss these things. If there is a program that is in need of something, you know, like we have elderly, our elderly um, program, they really request a lot of assistance for ramps, for, you know, so that could be another where Clifford Broken Lake can come in. So there's a lot of um, networking we can do. So um, if there's something we can, you know, help each other with, that would be excellent. And it, it is, it's hard work when you're serving the people. It's hard work when you're, there's never enough. And that's the, the sad part, is the need is so extreme and it's unfortunate that it's that way. But in order for us to, to um, partner better, to help the people that, you know, we need to help, um, 
the homelessness is, is pretty immense. It's a really sad situation that we here are dealing with. Not just you, it's us and you know the whole tribe. And um, we need to keep this open and transparent so we can help each other. And I'm, I'm thankful you guys are here. And I know what you do. I go over there um, and you know see what. But there's also another thing I wanted to, <coughs> to say about um, prom time. That is really an awesome project that you guys do for these young women that are going to prom, young, young prom, young men and women. It's stuff like that that we can build the esteem of our, our youth. Um, what can we do at this end to make that a better program, a better um, something we can do to help? Um, you know, and it, social service is really a hard, and, it, it is. It's exhausting. You get frustrated. You're going to take a lot of criticism. You're going to take a lot of abuse. But as we say, it's a calling. And that's what we, we do. And sharing this dialogue here and what you guys are doing, it's not at all negative. It's informative for us to know what you're doing. We are, you know, the body here of the tribe, and to have that that communication would only make things better. So, you know, I just wanted to um, give you those two committees that would probably be real helpful for you to join up with. Okay. Uh, Linda, I seen the uh, the sale bill that had everything listed that yes. it was going to be <coughs> sold at the sale. I saw that before uh, Wayne called me mm -hmm. and brought the director down to talk to me but I was looking at that stuff on there and I thought what in the world are you going to do with all of that it's a good thing you're getting rid of it some oh, of it, absolutely. You know? and my thought at the time was you could probably uh, you know take the funds from that and bring it back into the food program and that's what we're doing we're renovating and, that's why and we I thought of the, the renovation that you guys mm -hmm. do you probably could use a lot of that money for <coughs> for the uh, materials that you mm -hmm. need so I thought it was a good deal. That's why we called yeah. Daryl and had him come down, and yeah. I told him to back off. He, he was out of the picture. Thank so you. We thought we handled it. You did. You did. <laughs> I hope we did. Yeah, but I sure want to thank you guys for what yeah. you do over there, too. Uh, one other question. Yes. Um, do you have just one carpenter, or do you have more than one doing carpenter work? Um, we used to have uh, a carpenter on staff. Now we just contract. So it, it is better for a dollar. Mm -hmm. We're able to uh, uh, generate more projects, more employment, um, more entrepreneurship. And so, because there's a lot of men and women out there with great skill sets. So we're, we're electing to uh, contract. And so depending on the project, depending on uh, the need, we have a list of different uh, tribal members that we contact. Do you have a list about as long as mine? Probably. Probably not. <laughs> uh, Probably Kathy? Not. Yes. Thank you for coming. Yes. Um, a lot of times when we're sitting here, we get, we get messages. While we're sitting here, we get contacted. Mm -hmm. We get called out because people are calling that are listening. Sure. And so, what, what I want to say, don't take, don't take it offensively, yeah. but because people are listening, 
there are a lot of negative comments coming sure. in also. Sure. You, we have that. We, we always get the good with the bad. Mm -hmm. And so some of the questions coming in, like one that I had to step out because I got called by an elder that t called about the auction and wanted to know, and you just answered the question, yes. where's that money going? Yes. But also said there's a lot of need. Um, you, you said that your warehouse was full, but yet at the same, in the same token, there's a lot of those same items that are needed by a lot of people. So, mm -hmm. you know, that, that's some of the questions. And, some, and I got a comment from another community saying that Tree of Life's never gone to their community. So I just want you to Kay. know that, you know, I did talk about it that day also. Yes. I'm not going to yes. step away from yes. being one of the people. I know my name gets thrown out there a lot yes. because I do speak for the people. Mm -hmm. When they call us and they ask us questions, then I present them because I'm asked to. Mm -hmm. And a lot of what's coming up today are the questions that came in that day. Mm -hmm. You know, because some of the some of the <coughs> comments that I'm getting while I'm sitting here are, yeah, the, um, this stuff does come in, but, and I think Sunny addressed it, some of the stuff gets picked over and everybody gets what they want and then it goes out, you know, whatever the situation is. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that I want to bring up and ask you is, now, I was, I've been sitting here on your website and it says you get furniture and things like that. Mm -hmm. I contacted Naha myself last week okay. because, as you know, we have the, our homeless shelter just down the road from mm -hmm. you. The only thing that we've ever gotten from Tree of Life is around the second or third month of being open is a couple baggies full of leftover pancakes. Okay. I contacted the person that runs it, watches it over everyone. Uh -huh. We've never ever received anything other than that and the shampoos and soaps. Okay. And right now there's a dire need for furniture there. That's why I contacted Naha myself okay. last week. The Naha representative told me to contact our social services. Okay. I have not gotten a call back yet okay. on it. But we're in dire need of furniture. The furniture that we've gotten are, are pieces of furniture that are broken down and damaged. Okay. And so we do have a need over there. We have functioned since, since December without any funding. Uh -huh. I do ask programs for donations. And a lot of the stuff that I see go there I have a question as to whether or not it'd be possible for some of that food that comes there. I have people there that don't have transportation. Okay. And I would like to know if it's possible for some of that donated food and things that come in, items that come in, can be donated there because there is a need. We have five families with about 16 kids staying at the house and we have about... <sighs> Uh, it fluctuates depending on the weather and the night. The, the summer months are different than the winter months, so we're starting to increase our numbers again. Mm -hmm. We house a single men and couples without children in that main building, mm -hmm. and we do have dire need for blankets and pillows, and we have uh, overflow of clothes because everybody that donates donates their old clothes. Mm -hmm. But there are things that are needed there. Mm -hmm and you know listening and how you're going above and beyond to help the people mm -hmm. well there are people just down the block from you that need help okay. that i haven't gotten any donations other than the one time okay for I us and i got a call from you one time but that was only because of a complaint on one of my staff that were working right. there as a volunteer right. and right. we dealt and we resolved that issue okay. so there is need just right there 
and I know some of our people go across and <coughs> I see them coming back with their bag of whatever they get some of the questions that are coming in is well if it's free if they're getting it free mm -hmm. and on your site it says Native American tribes on the Rosewood Indian Reservation you know that that's the issue with the people mm -hmm. they can come to our social services like someone said and they can get it free mm -hmm. but they and this I just got one just before I stood up saying yeah they the meals are served but there is a small fee and I'll and some of those people don't have that small fee hmm. is there a small fee that they have to pay when they go no, there to eat their meals absolutely not and first let me address first the homeless shelter we donated uh, 15 mattresses the mattresses that you have came from tree of life we have when you very first started Seth used to actually make more hot meals than what we were serving and we always sent them to the shelter I and we had there a lot people, of times and we had no people come in and I can't remember who it was at the time but they would come in we would deliver it we were uh, having the pots and pans go back and forth and we were providing hot meals for your kitchen we were providing the mattresses for your kitchen the people that were staying over there they would let us know that they were staying at the homeless shelter and we provided them uh, different blankets and we have documentation on all of that and I think you have something to say too I'm the director of the warm Home in Shakira Valley and the soup kitchen and I do know that we've gotten some hygiene kits from United Umcor that's the United Methodist Church and the hygiene kits are a toothbrush shampoo bar soap toothpaste a washcloth and I'm not sure maybe you and I can get together and exchange numbers but I do know somebody came over from the homeless shelter, said that they were working the night shift and that a lot of, you know, your homeless didn't have hygiene products. So I did donate 25 home, the hygiene kits to your program. I do know Seth was making extra meals for them. And I do believe, I don't want to say nobody's name right now. I can tell you after, whenever. But they come over and say, well, I represent the homeless shelter and this is what we need we need some of this stuff and i've you know i've literally lifted heavy boxes and loaded them packed them down with stuff just so they can you know take it over and share and you know i i can't come over and monitor how it's being distributed in your program but i do know that i do help you guys and maybe whoever that was wasn't going because i'm not going to argue over it but i've been there and i have bought supplies for us out of my own pocket and I've been over there when we've been out of food. And I worked there through most of the winter and the evenings and on my days when I'm not in a council meeting and we're not, um, yeah, we've gotten stuff here and there, but not like every day. And I, like I said, I personally was there when the pancakes came and the baggies, very small little delivery of food. but. You know, all in all, I'm not going to dwell on it, but if that service is there, I would like to see it get provided to them because we do have a need over there. And we did get a lot of mattresses from a different, different people because I was there when they were delivered. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to follow up on it, but we've gotten them from TLE, gave us a lot of mattresses from Bear Butte, and that's where we got our mattresses in the very beginning. But I'm just saying that, you know, 
if it's going to go out, then I'd appreciate that some things go there more often because I'm going to contact Daryl. Um, it's a homeless shelter. We have people from different places. We have an infestation of bed bugs right now, and housing was gracious enough to do our spraying. So a lot of our stuff's going to have to get thrown out, and that includes our furniture. Um, we have we have a, about 18 beds, and during the winter months, under each of those beds, we have a mattress that pulls out, and we have an overflow. 25 doesn't last because there's a lot of people there, mm -hmm. and as people come and go, mm -hmm. those things come and go. Sure, we've had. We have people living in a part of the garage in the house because we don't have adequate space. We don't have enough space for the need. And in that garage, we had heaters in there. And as people come and go, our heaters disappear, our pillows, mm -hmm. our blankets, mm -hmm. different things disappear. So we always have that influx of need there. Sure. Ho hopefully here soon we're going to have our own budget and we won't have to rely on anyone. But um, that's why I contacted Naha myself because yeah. I didn't want to have to ask anybody. I didn't want to have to beg anybody anymore. You know, if hmm. people should just automatically know there's a need there, that mm -hmm. these, are, these are people. And I don't call them clients. I don't call them street people. And I don't call them homeless. Mm -hmm. In that shelter, every single person there is greeted as a relative. Mm -hmm. We never call them homeless. Mm -hmm. um, the name of our place is Chantewashte. Mm -hmm. And it's for people with good heart because every person that works there volunteers their time. I've had one lady work there since December and she is not on salary. She has stayed there since December because she cares about the people. Mm -hmm. So if we can get together and get something done, I would appreciate that. Thank you. And I'd also like to clarify that by warm welcome, we never charge for meals. The small fee is for the hygiene products or anything we get donated on our, at, you know, yeah, on that side. Our meals, we provide two meals a day, Monday, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, and we never charge for food. The food's either served right there or given out on the warm welcome side along the line. I never charge for food. We do have a jar for free will donation because we have been serving, servicing a lot of the construction guys. And one of the construction guys come in and ask, you know, you, you guys provide this stuff for free? I don't ever have to pay anything? I said, no, you, you just come in, sign your name and eat. And I serviced anywhere from 150 to 300 people a day. And right now I've been cooking. Me and Linda have been sharing responsibilities for that and you know to feed a lot of people and to go home and have to feed your own people you know I just it it bugs me when people say that we charge for food. I've, well, I've never charged for food but I do have a free will donation that free will donation money goes back into our supplies because napkins cost money um, utensils cost money, paper plates cost money. Sometimes we, we, you know, Naha doesn't bring us butter, doesn't always bring us bread, and that's something that I have to go to the store and have to purchase just so I can, you know, have a complete meal. And when, you know, it, you know like I said, we service the construction people, we're not based on, you know, we don't, we don't ask anybody their income, if you, you know, I've, I've seen councilmen come in and eat. I've seen, you know, teachers come in and eat. 
I've seen, you know, people from SGU come in and eat. Um, you know, people less fortunate. I've seen the, the grandfather and the little girl that just passed away. They were just like everyday people every day. that came all the time. They're, they're every and, day. Know, when you service people like that, you become close to them and you care about them like they're your own family. And I just want, you know, I want you guys to know that I, Sunny and Linda and I, we do this job because of our hearts. I don't get paid millions and I have a big family to take care of. And I come there every day for the last four years, you know, I was somebody that came in and I was a tree of life patron. I came in and I paid my dollar six and I never complained because I could come in there, I could spend $10 and get all the stuff that I need for my family. And you know, Russell and Donna, the old directors, they knew, you know, gee, you're here all the time, do you want a job? And when my daughter went to school, my last baby, I was a stay-at-home mom. And when my daughter started kindergarten, I said, yes, I will come to work, and I've been there ever since. You know, and I've applied for tribal jobs, never once been given an interview. Mm. And this place here, it gave me a chance. And that's what I do. You know, we, we service all nations, mm -hmm. not just tribal members. I have people, non-natives. I have people from different counties come in. I have people from different states come in. And you know, and you like, like somebody said, you, you never hear the good that we do, you guys always hear the negative. And I just want to remind you guys, you know, I feed our homeless every day. I've, I've grown, you know, close to our homeless. They know, you know, I see them out on the streets and, you know, they, they come up, they shake my hand. And I treat them no different than I treat any of you. I treat them all the same. They are less fortunate and, you know, all in all, they can teach us something, and they've taught me something. And that is to be humble. And you know, uh, the whole part of Tree of Life that I want you guys all to know is that, you know, we're native, we shouldn't always expect something for free. We shouldn't always expect a handout. That's one thing that we have lost touch with is our pride. A hand up is what we should be doing instead of asking you know oh I want this paid for I want that paid for get out there and do something come volunteer I'd like to see all of you councilmen one of you come in once a week once a month once a year come in there and come help me serve come help me fix breakfast and fix lunch for our people because that's what I go in and do every day I don't look at nobody different. I don't treat nobody different. They want to come up and get a little bit of extra. I give it to them. So that auction we had, that helped us maintain our supplies, our kitchen, because you know, this woman runs herself ragged. There's times where she don't even go home. I get to go home every day to my kids. There's times where this woman's stressed out and sits there at her office, sits, stays at the tree of life. And I know, you know, yeah, Christmas time is coming up. That, that's a stressful time for us because we want to provide for everybody. I want to be able to, you know, 
make sure that the little kids, you know, my kids are always taken care of, but I think about all the little kids that come in there. You know, if, if somebody comes in and their little one wants something and their mom tells them, I don't have a dollar, I'll chase that little kid down and make sure all them little kids have something. I don't ever refuse or I don't ever, you know, discriminate or tell somebody, you know, that, that dollar fee, it just helps us stay open. It keeps our bills paid. It keeps our supplies going. It, it, it's not, you know, I don't know if there's a misunderstanding that people think that, oh, you guys are collecting a dollar. While you think about it, I get 50 people in the warm welcome. I made $50 for the day. I didn't make millions. I made enough to sustain my kitchen. I made enough to buy my paper plates, my bowls, my spoons. That's stuff I go through a lot. Thank you for explaining that because like I said, a lot of times when, when we're sitting here, we get calls with you being here, then people can hear it. Mm -hmm. Then people know what's going on because there's always going to be uh, positive and negative. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just a balance in life to have both sides of it. So everything that you're saying, Everybody that's tuned in, either to the radio or to the internet, TV, whatever, are listening. So mm -hmm. they'll know now why you have that. Mm -hmm. And that's why a lot of our questions, you know, like Lila, Steve, Smokey, a lot of people have already said, we're, we're not here to attack you. Mm -hmm. These are questions that come to us as a body. Mm -hmm. And if we don't have the, if we don't have that information, then we can't give it to them. And then, like Steve said, it's awareness. Yeah. And it's needed, yeah. you know, because people go and go, and yeah, we go through that all the time mm -hmm. of, of needing to help people that have become accustomed to doing this instead of this. Yeah. And that's just the nature of how the reservation has learned to, to be for decades now um, reliant, and everything is um, owed, basically. Yeah. I can't think of what. What we're always being told. I'm sorry, I have a bad sinus headache today. But thank you for your explanations. I'm sure it's probably answering a lot of questions for the people out there. Mm -hmm. And there's always going to be the opposite. Yeah. We go through it every day. Yeah. It, it's a hard job. So do I. We all do. Any other questions for Linda and her workers? Linda, you got some closing thoughts? Truly our, our greatest challenge for the staff and myself and I suppose even, you know, council is to uh, discern, discern when that is appropriate to have the hand out and when it is to have the hand up. It's just praying for discernment. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. We'll have you come through and shake hands with Consul. Yes, thank you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you very much. Thanks, Linda. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming.